This episode of Bring Your Kid to Work is brought to you by Lioness Media. It's time to bring your kid to work. Hey everyone, it's time to bring your kid to work. It's the family podcast that explores the world of work through the eyes of parents and their kids. Each week we interview one parent and their child to chat about what they do for work, what they like, what they don't like, and how they got there in the first place. Let's find out who we're talking to today. Our guests today are Jeff Knoll and his 14-year-old son, Huck. Jeff is a real estate entrepreneur. He sells homes in the Fort Leonard Wood and Lake of the Ozarks area in Missouri, USA. He did a lot of different jobs in his life before discovering his passion for putting people in the right homes for them and their families. Jeff loves meeting new people and he loves their stories, so much so he began a podcast of his own, The Way Up Podcast with Jeff Knoll where he interviews entrepreneurs and individuals who are working towards their own goals too. He encourages his son, Huck, to talk to strangers too. They're just friends you haven't met yet. Huck used to want to be a school principal when he was younger, but his dad's passion for real estate is rubbing off. And he'd be joining the business right now if it wasn't for Missouri having an 18 plus age limit for a real estate license. He's also keen to meet a kangaroo one day. These two are a driven pair and I really enjoyed our chat. I know you will too. So let's get on with the show. Guys, welcome to Bring Your Kid to Work. I am so excited to have you. Thank you. Thank you. This episode is called The Real Estate Entrepreneur. Does that work? I love it. That's that's him, right? That's him, yeah. That's what we're doing. Nice. I'm going to ask you, Huck. Dad is an entrepreneur in real estate has his own podcast. What does he do all day? What does he do all day? He does, he sells real estate. He's got his, he's got his podcast going on. He's really busy, busy, busy. Showing houses, meeting people, talk to other realtors and pick their brain to see how they do their work and see how he can be a better person and help people out. Oh, I love that. Does that sound about right to you, Jeff? Is that what your day looks like? In a roundabout way, it kind of is. I mean, I, I do a lot of networking, the talking to other real estate agents. Real estate, it's really important that you make connections with people and that you're talking to different people. And that's something that I enjoy to do. But because of that, I make connections with people and I get to talk to people. And it doesn't feel like strenuous draining, exhausting work. So what is the best part of what you do? What do you love the most? Is it those connections that you're making with people? It's really exciting seeing how meeting new people and they may not be buying or selling property with me, but they may be connecting me with what my next thing is. What do I need to do? Each of those connections are valuable and important. And that's really exciting, knowing that the next person I meet may connect me to unlock a new exciting thing in my future that I don't even know about yet. That's cool. That is cool. What did you do to become someone who sells real estate and make connections? What's your path to get to there? Well, my path getting there has been really interesting, and I'm glad that you asked me. I've been selling real estate for the last four years, but... Me, I grew up in a preacher's house. My dad was a a minister. And as a kid, I thought I wanted to be a preacher. 
And then as I got a little bit older, junior high, high school, I saw some things like politics and the church that I, I didn't want any part of that. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I went through all kinds of different things that I thought I wanted to do and would start something and realize that I'm not that great at it. And I kind of bounced around. I did asphalt for 10 years. I was a pipe fitter. I worked in the oil field. Most of my adult career was in asphalt. And then I, I got into like delivery driving after, after I worked in the oil field. Everything that I did, I didn't feel extremely satisfied because I felt like I was capable of doing more than I was. And I just couldn't put my finger on what to do. I didn't want to. I, I did have an associate's degree. I went to school and was a personal trainer, but I never really made that profitable. I don't know if it was I wasn't passionate enough about it or whatever the reason, I wasn't putting in enough effort to make that a profitable thing in my life. But I, I stayed where I was broke most of the time. But getting to real estate was I took a sales job. My father-in-law owns a fireworks company, a display fireworks company called Premier Pyrotechnics. And he had me in a sales position in that. And I really liked selling. I just wasn't paying my bills with it. Enough that it was a nice supplement to income, but I couldn't pay my bills. So I wanted to find something in sales that I could make a bigger commission make more money and actually sustain my family's bills on that. So I real estate is what I landed on. It's changed my life. I went from somebody who has always wondered how does somebody get into a position where they're doing this and they're you just have to figure out what your strengths are, what you're good at, and what you enjoy doing because you hear a staggering number of people that are just don't like their job. They're not happy. And I can look back over my life and a lot of things, I just wasn't happy. It's not because it was bad or there's anything wrong with people doing those jobs. I just wasn't feeling fulfilled from that. So to find something that I enjoy doing and that I do feel like I'm good at and I can continue honing my skills and getting better. And the more I get more confident and better in it, I love it even more. I'm actually being able to help people buy and sell real estate. And that's that's a huge thing for a young family to be able to invest and know that we're building something for our future. And I'm, I'm able to handle that transaction for them. That means a lot for me. The market that we work is right outside the main gate of Fort Leonard Wood. It's the biggest army training base that the U.S. Army has right here in Missouri. So I get to work for all of these military families. I'm helping them buy and sell homes as they're coming in and out. And that feels like just a way that I can show gratitude for the service that they do. A lot of sacrifice. Their families provide a lot of sacrifice that in a lot of cases they didn't sign up for. The kids don't sign up for dad to be overseas for 18 months. That's hard. I love the fact that we're in an area that we can give back. It, it means a lot to us. Well, it sounds to me very much like you've gathered what you learned from your dad in that preacher community, that what Australians would call having the gift of the gab, being able to talk <laughs> and making those connections. And then connecting that with sales in fireworks from your father-in-law that kind of, well, exploded your sales career. 
So <laughs> that's pretty cool that you combined all those things from your family. Yeah. No, it is cool to have that. And I'm excited that he's interested in doing things like that too. So, you know, I, we talk about this fairly often about what you're going to do when you get older. From when he was a little kid, he had a principal in first grade that was his favorite principal. He was in first grade. He loved school. And this guy was just super nice to him and made him feel special. And so for until a few years ago, he was determined he was going to be a principal of a school. And it's like, hey, if that's what you want to do, that's fantastic. I love it. As he's gotten older, he's, it's been the last four years he's watched how real estate has really changed our lives. It's given us freedom. And not in what I'm saying, a lot of people come to real estate as a job because they think, oh, I get to pick my own hours. I get to set my own schedule. And you do. That's true. But it's a lot more work and it takes a lot more discipline, like self-discipline than people think. And there is a lot of people that get into this industry because they think, oh, I make this big money for going and showing a few houses. There's really a whole lot more that goes into it. You do more telemarketing, things like that, that I had no idea. I got into real estate and I didn't realize it was going to be a telemarketing gig. I'm on the phone all the time. That's exactly the kind of thing that I want to hear about on the podcast because people think one job is a particular thing and then they realize when they go into it that it's a completely different thing day to day. You know, there's that one piece of the pie where you get to give a family the keys to their new home and that's a brilliant moment for them and for you. But everything that leads up to it is the day to day of what your job is. And so that's a completely different thing from that one moment. Huck, when you saw dad transition from his old jobs into real estate, what's the change in him as a person, do you think? What's it been like at home? It was hard at first. It, we would come home and I remember talking about the bills at home. And it, after a couple of months, it just changed with how his progress and selling went. And it would go up and down how the market does. I want to make sure that my son has an understanding of how things work. So we involve him in conversations that a lot of kids aren't really part of just because I want them to know how things work because I don't want them to be now you're 19 or 20 years old and you're out in the world and you don't know how to do all of these things that are important that school doesn't teach you. Yeah, for sure. And you have to have those conversations to be able to learn. You can't just think that the kids are taking it in by osmosis, that you actually have to have those conversations. Same thing with work, obviously. So, Huck, you wanted to be a principal originally. Yes. And what are you thinking these days? Because you're 14, right? Yes. And so what grade is that in, in school? That's eighth grade. I want to do real estate because my dad's got a team and learning from his team and the people that he works with, I can get better about what they have done and the mistakes that they've made to make me be a better realtor and how that can change me and how I do business differently than them. And I, I love the social talk to other people. I really like talking to strangers. He is really gifted in being able to communicate with strangers, which I highly encourage people to talk to strangers. I've made 
some incredible connections with people just from getting out of my comfort zone. Puck is kind of like that. He has, I think he's got some medium anxiety a little bit. Anybody, you get up on a stage or something, there's a little bit of yeah, but I do it discomfort. But yeah, but we encourage we encourage our family to get out of our comfort zone. You don't grow whenever you're comfortable. You have to get out of that comfort zone to really be growing. And the best version of who we are is on the other side of what we're most afraid of. We took them this last month to the Chamber of Commerce, just local business owners in our area. They just talk about what they do in their business. They're educational. He gets to meet people in the community and he loves it and they like it too. Uh, People, whenever you have your kids come up and talk to them, your peers, they respect that. When a kid can come up and have a conversation with them because kids are getting so sucked into their technology of their cell phones that conversations with people are not that that skills being lost. So online school hawk means that you don't get to play sport during the afternoon or that kind of thing. What do you do outside of school that you love? Dad might go to the gym every once in a while, get a pump in. I'll be honest, I like playing video games, some GTA, like that. Nice. When you think about your future and finishing school and going off into the world, what are you most excited about? Getting to meet new people. Yeah. What is it about meeting new people that really gets you going? It gets me nervous, but I like that feeling. I like going out of my comfort zone. Yeah. So you're a family who who tries new things. We try new things. I love it. And that's only because we recognize that we have habits of not trying new things. Mm. I am very much a creature of habit. I can tell you if I don't put effort into it, we'll have the same meals for dinner that are easy to make that I've been having my whole life. We go into autopilot. And it's just easier to do the same thing and not have any creativity or or spice. But because we recognize that, we look for opportunities to do things that push us and make us just a little bit better, make us grow just a little bit. Not saying that we're not good, but everybody has room for improvement. And if we can make a small adjustment over time, it makes a massive difference. Yeah, and you're going out of your comfort zone and talking to someone across the other side of the world at the moment. Yeah, no, this is great. And I love what you're doing here. I do love that you're engaging with kids because I feel like as a parent, the most important thing that any of us can do is teach our kids how to be successful in their lives. If we can not only teach them what they need to know to survive in life, but actually be able to thrive, that is the most important value you can pass to your kids. You want them to be able to go out and live their own life and find the things that give them joy and lean into who they are and do and become everything that they were meant to be. And that is a driving factor for me. I I got sick in 2019 and I had a just a moment that scared me and made me realize I wasn't doing what I was supposed to, or I, I wasn't doing the things that really resonated with me and made me feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to in my life. I made a lot of changes, you know, gotten just kind of laser focused on different things, different areas of my life that I felt like I was underperforming. And so your transition, the jobs that you were doing before, what do you think in those jobs before 
was the worst job that you had, but that you learned something from? I learned something from everything that I did. I would say asphalt would be maybe the least desirable for the fact of when it's really hot outside and you're paving a parking lot and you're between a couple buildings, you don't have any airflow and it's hitting the ground at like 240 degrees. I don't know what that is in Celsius. I'm sorry. I'm an American. It's hot and it's uncomfortable and it sucks. And then sometimes in the wintertime, it sucks working 50, 60 hours a week and you're struggling to pay your bills. That sucks. I I got really tired of, and I would say, I would say that's the common thing throughout most of my adulthood was I felt like I could work overtime and work and work and work and never financially get ahead. And I was, I was in a spot where I couldn't get caught up. I didn't have good enough credit score to buy a house. So I was always having to pay somebody else's mortgage and staying poor. It sucks whenever you're struggling financially and you you can't you can't worry about doing something that you like whenever you're in survival mode. You're just trying to figure out how to keep the lights on and keeping food on the table for your family. So I understand that I know there's a lot of people that are in that boat, really struggling. And just because I sell real estate doesn't mean that I'm just rolling in money. That is not true. I'm betting everything on what we do. We put everything that we have into our business and we're building something and it going to become something that will be very fruitful for, for my family, my community. We're not driven by money by any means, but the more we have, the more we can help other people around us. So I want to be incredibly successful and I want that mindset to roll over to not be so obsessed with having the big fancy house and the the nicest new vehicles. All of that stuff doesn't really make a, a whole lot of a difference in life. It's nice to have nice things. That's cool. But doesn't matter as much as being able to help your family, help somebody who is in need. That means a lot more. Yeah, for sure it does. And Huck, when you think about going into the workplace, are you thinking you'll have a first job that's not real estate or are you just going to go straight into the business with dad? I plan on working at a theater for a little bit, 16, 17. And then what, because I can't, was 18 and get to go to Springfield and do certain classes? Yeah. In Missouri, you can't get your real estate license until you're 18 years old. That makes sense. If I could, I absolutely would. Going into real estate as my first job. Yeah. But a movie theater sounds pretty good because surely you get to see the new releases when they come out. Oh, yeah. You get free tickets. Well, and beyond that, there's so many people to come to the movie theater. And this guy will talk to everybody. He'll be like, hey, are you looking to buy a house? Yeah. Because my dad sells houses. <laughs> yeah, that's he's, what I'm going to do. He's really good. So he'll, he'll hand them the business card. He's going to be out there marketing and networking from the time he's, he does it right now. Yeah, business development 101. Get out there and talk to people. Talk to strangers. Don't be afraid of, of striking up a conversation with somebody. I know that's not a highly encouraged thing to do, especially with littler kids, and I get that. But I see people ordering food on menus for their children. Make your kids talk to adults. Make them communicate with other people. And once they figure it out, they'll like it. 
it makes their life better. You're actually helping them by pushing them out of that comfort zone. Well, you're not growing kids, you're growing adults, aren't you? You're growing adults, yes. When you were 14, Jeff, what did you want to do when you grew up? Did, what were your dreams at 14? At 14, I know that a few years after that, and I honestly don't remember exactly what I want to do. I, I probably wanted to be in a band. I was in a Christian rock band when I was that age, so I was probably imagining myself touring the world with my band, The Stone Pigeons. Love it. What a great name. What instrument did you play then? I played the bass guitar, and it was because I originally played the guitar, and we got a kid that played the guitar and a, a kid that played the drums, and they were really good. And we needed a bass player, and I was not really good on the guitar, so it was a lot easier to pick up the bass. So I became the bass player. We had a lot of fun. We played all through high school. I have no desire to do that anymore, but it was awesome in the moment. I loved it. And music is such a fun thing to be part of when you're a young person, well, and as you get older as well, let's be honest. Huck, are you interested in any of that stuff? You going to start a band? Me? <laughs> no, I'm going to see Post Malone. He wants to go watch the band. He doesn't want to be in it. No. It's more of a promoter outfit that you're wearing then rather than being in the band itself. I want to get one of those suit jackets that go down on my legs. You would like to, have a dead man. You would like to introduce the band. Do a bit like backflips on the stage. And like yes. fall on the stage and people catch me. I'd be fine with that. That'd be cool. You want to go crowd surfing. Yeah, I think that would be fun. <laughs> with school, online school, this is a new thing for you. What are your favorite things to learn during your online schooling? I have a careers class. It's my homeroom. And I love that class. It's my favorite class. What's so great about careers class? What do you love about it? It gives me an opportunity of getting a head start on real estate and sales that I can actually go into and look at articles for assignments and see how I can be a better realtor and how to communicate to others. That does sound good. So it's actually preparing you for life. Jeff, you also, you don't just do real estate. Huck, your dad has something else, and that's why you have such a great studio set up. What else does your dad do? The podcast. Yes, yes, nice. Tell me about dad's podcast. I don't know much about the podcast. I know a little bit. He gets a lot of people that I have no idea who they are. I should probably watch the podcast, but I watch some of them. And he gets really smart people that I would like to be friends with and get to know them because they made some dumb decisions and they learned from them and they made them a great person and how they can become great dads and great bosses of companies. So what have you learned about what being a good boss is? So what makes a good boss, do you think? Thinking in other people's perspectives and what's going on at home. And it's not only about being a boss. It's also being a counselor and being there for the people that you work that work for you or you work with. Because at the end of the day, they could end up helping you if you need some done. I like that very much. Jeff, tell me about the Way Out podcast. So the Way Up podcast, I have people come on and ask them, I have them come on because they're successful in some area or another in their life. Maybe they're a good husband. Maybe they're a good parent. Maybe they are a successful business person. I have people come on and talk about 
what set them up for success and what what was obstacles that they had to get around what motivated them to keep going you know what it was that is positioning people to be successful but i'm hearing all these people say similar things i hear a very different roadmap to success from a lot of people but i i will hear key things over and over again from different people and i'm once i hear it from a few people i want to try it i'm doing all of this so that i can learn from others and become more successful and and role model that for my son so he can also learn when i had a, a short time where i didn't know if i was going to make it or it, it was upsetting thinking about the fact that i hadn't taught him important things that he needed to know so this podcast is allowing me to create a roadmap to success for my son so it's like a university course in human via podcast yeah and you don't have to uh you don't have to go to college to learn i'm not discouraging college my wife and i talked about this this afternoon i'm not opposed to it if it was something that he came home and said dad i'm really excited about becoming an attorney or a doctor or something something that required schooling, additional schooling, I would encourage it if you wanted to do that. But there's so many successful positions and so many highly successful people that don't go to college that that's not the course that I would encourage somebody to jump into. I think if you are able to motivate yourself and have some self-discipline, you can become wildly successful in your life. Yeah, and not every path is the same you know not everyone is going to need to do the same thing so college for some people is perfect and not college for other people is perfect and everyone has their own path and that is okay sure absolutely i have an associate's degree paying student loans on still i honestly looking back i wouldn't change any part of what i did other than i feel like i took on a bunch of debt unnecessarily i could have gone a different route i don't use that to make money and at the time i thought i was going to so you know hindsight's always 2020 it didn't need to be part of my equation that being said i think every every road that i've taken has led me where i am in my life and i'm grateful for all the opportunities that i've had to do things and make mistakes and learn from them yeah because i think the interesting thing about mistakes is that they're the way that you learn it's awesome that you don't have to know exactly what you want to do when you're when you're young because i've changed my mind so many times on what i thought i wanted to do and that's also okay because you don't have to just go in one complete you know straight line you can meander off to the side and do things that are interesting to you among your peer group of people that are 14 around your area in Missouri, what are the kind of jobs that they're thinking about? I have no idea. They don't really talk to me about what they want to do. They're always on their phone. Oh, no. I love my friends, but I don't really talk to them much about what they want to do when they grow up because that's not anything that we ever talk about. We talk about dumb stuff, doing dumb stuff, which it's fun. I enjoy it a lot, actually, with my friends. As you should. That's what you should be doing. And what about for you're going to be talking to, let's say I put you on a stage and you're going to be talking to people who are leaving school this year because in Australia people have just finished a school year and will be going off to you know either college or jobs and that kind of thing in the new year. If I put you on a stage, what kind of advice would you give people who are 
on their path to their their career. Do what you want to do and be good at it. That's important, right? And and to have a good job. What is a good job in your mind for people, just generally, not necessarily real estate, but what does a good job feel like, look like? Something that you want to do. You're excited to wake up in the morning, going to work, more than enough money to pay your bills and getting to enjoy your life. That sounds like a pretty good job. Yeah. And Jeff, same question for you. What advice would you give school leavers who are leaving school right now and and about to embark on their career journeys? Um, Don't wait for everything to to line up and be perfect before you make a move. I think the biggest problem that I see from a lot of people is they will have all kinds of ideas of things that they want to do, focus on what they want to become, and then don't give up on yourself. And just because it's not exactly what you thought it was, don't give up before you give yourself a fair shot. And don't be afraid to fail. If you get down a road and you realize that this isn't what I thought it was, I don't enjoy this, it's okay. Change your route to something that feels right and make a move and just be okay with that because when you're comparing yourself to people that are further along, they've they've been out in the world doing this stuff longer, it would make sense that they would be more successful. That would make sense. That sounds like exceptional advice. I love it. Thank you very much for that. Huck, was there anything about jobs, work, learning that I didn't ask you that I should have? No. No? We're good? We're good. Excellent. Jeff, was there anything that I should have asked you that I haven't yet? What you should have asked me, but I'm I'm do really appreciate you allowing us to come on. Thank you. I appreciate you getting perspectives from other kids and giving people ideas of how to communicate with their children. What's next? Each day you're getting closer to your kids, getting into that workforce and figuring out what they're doing. If you can help guide them into something that is going to bring them joy. You don't want to send your kids out into the world to just become a drone worker that hates their job. You want them to find joy and and happiness and fulfillment from what they're doing. Part of that is finding that yourself. You can't, can't go around griping about your situation all the time. If you're unhappy with something, you have to figure out what changes need to be made and adjust and pivot and find that move. Because it's not what we say, it's what we do. They watch us all the time, don't they? They watch us all the time. Yeah. It's good information for kids to realize that parents are people too and we make mistakes. We all make mistakes. I'm figuring this out as I go. I tell them all the time, this is the first time I've been a parent to a teenage kid ever. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm doing the best that I can, so. You know, we all make it up as we go along. Flying by the seat of our pants. That's it. That's it. Guys, thank you so much for being on Bring Your Kid to Work. It's been a joy seeing the two of you and, and hearing your stories. Thank you so much. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for having us. forward to hearing what happens in your life, Huck, because I'm sure it's going to be pretty exciting for you. Exciting. Well, that was a fantastic conversation. And I particularly love the outfits. And for an oral medium, that doesn't work very well, but I will get a photo and show you because I interviewed Huck and Jeff just before Christmas. 
and they dressed up for us, which was a real treat. It was fantastic to talk to them about what it is to do a job as a real estate agent day to day. Jeff's revelation that he was on the phone most of the day and that's what takes up his time was fascinating. And I think that's something that is really important for people to understand before they go into a job is that the day-to-day is not all that you see on the outside perhaps. So getting in and understanding that beforehand is really important to see if you will like it. If you are interested in real estate, I think this is a great episode to tell you all about what the day-to-day is and, and whether that's something that you want to make part of your career. Thanks very much for joining us and I can't wait to talk to you next time. Talk to you then. Bring Your Kid to Work was recorded in Mianjin on the lands of the Jagera and Turrbal people who have been sharing their stories for more than 60,000 years. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bring Your Kid to Work. If you haven't already, make sure you give us a review on your podcast player of choice. It helps other people find the show. And follow Bring Your Kid to Work and subscribe wherever you're listening now and send your favourite episode to a friend. These stories are too good to keep to ourselves. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Bring Your Kid to Work and on Facebook at Bring Your Kid to Work, the podcast. And did you know you can join the conversation? Join Bring Your Kid to Work Career Conversations community on Facebook for great career tips and conversations about the journey of work, workplace culture and parenting while working. We're always looking for inspiring guests to be a part of our show. If you have a fab idea for a guest, drop us a line at admin at bringyourkidtowork.com.au or DM us through the socials. We would love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening. Bring Your Kid to Work is a Lioness Media production. This episode was produced and edited by me, Nicole Lessio. Our music is composed by Rakuo, with graphics and design by Anastasia Makuka. Follow Bring Your Kid to Work on your podcast player and all the socials and visit bringyourkidtowork.com to see our blog, transcripts from our episodes, and to sign up to our newsletter for the latest updates. Talk to you soon.